Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I am Dory. We are coming to you live from our offices. Live. We're not. We're not live. But if we were, uh, it would be a great time to like run polls or like have trivia questions answered. Other things, live things do. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not okay, here that, we're though. four. Where are we? We're four days, three nights into Hanukkah. This is our fourth night. Yep. Henry has received three Hanukkah presents so far. Uh, he hasn't rejected any yet. He's been pretty psyched about all of them, actually. Yeah, I mean, you got him some rubber road. You like attach to other pieces, and it becomes like a you can make a road. It's called in any sort Toddle of... Road. Yeah, I think by the way, there should be twice as much in a box. So, i I got him the set that I I got it from uh, the camp store, which is where we went to the Bluey Experience. And right when I was looking for a link later to show someone. Uh, what I'd gotten, I saw that there actually is a bigger set from a different store that's about twice. It's not cheap, this this Toddle Road stuff, but there is a bigger set. So I think if he's still into it, like around his birthday, I, we could always get him the bigger set. Yeah, or I'm sure like get another small set. Or get another small set. Yes, exactly. Which would combine to be one big set. Yes, the there is another set called the metropolis set i think i got him the city set <laughs> so like his set came with two bus stop pieces the metropolis set has three <laughs> etc it just seems like you know a little bit more um but it is about twice the price so I uh, could you check and see if your if your levels are okay on your end? You're very you're loud in my ear. I just want to make sure it's not you and it's me. Um, I can turn myself down on GarageBand. <clears throat> oh, just look and see if you're if you're peaking. Then it's a problem. If you're not peaking, um, then it's fine. Hold on, let me see. Uh, I peaked once. Mm, then I would turn it down a little okay. bit. Okay, turning okay. It down. Did you only peek once because of that clap? No. That would be silly. I peeked gotcha. another time. Okay. Good, good. Okay. Thank you. Good talk. For adjusting the sound. You're welcome. This is again we're again we're live. <laughs> um anyway, yes, it is called Toddle Road. And he it's it's kind of like permanent road tape which is something that i'd gotten him in the past that he went through very quickly and i was like okay it's 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 thin thin rubber road it's silic it's silicone okay it's food grade not a type of rubber it's food grade silicone and it's dishwasher safe <laughs> isn't rubber better than silicone because rubber comes from trees like i don't know it's food safe. So, saying. so basically, I think the point is that, like, you're talking to people who did not have, do not have plastics engineering degrees. Small children UMass can put school. it in their mouths. I think is the point. I mean, like on the website, kids are like using it at the beach, in the bathtub. Yeah. Saw that. Saw that on this on the box. Yeah. 
So and I was like, this is something else. Look at this. How's this road doing this? I couldn't figure it out. And then when he, it was out, it was heavy rubber. I was like, oh. Yeah. That makes sense. So got him that. Got him um, this like light up rainbow Brio train set that is like kind of for babies, but he loves it. <laughs> Yeah, he does. It's a little broken, uh, but I have figured it out. Like the rainbow needs to be seated correctly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is. It is for younger kids, but like it fits into his regular brio stuff, right. so he could set up a whole city Which around. Which is why, if he wants to. yeah, that was part of the reason why I was like, oh, okay, this will just this will just be another element in his in his train building. So and each time you go over this little bridge thing, another color will light up on the rainbow. Which is so for someone cute. like Henry who loves he loves a cause and effect he loves a light yes it's like very satisfying to him. <laughs> um, speaking of which, Holly was listening to the show last week and we talked about Henry's Christmas list and he wanted uh, you know a stuffed tiger and a, an Alexa light so she brought him over an Alexa light bulb and he's very into that it. we have integrated and now he's like the first thing he asked it to do. <laughs> Was turn indigo, <laughs> and and and, and it did it. It's in his. It's he has like a little like a desk lamp kind of thing in his yeah. room, so we put it in that. Um, and he's very into it. So, uh, some of the other stuff that he's I'm, getting. I'm jealous. I feel like I should. I feel like I'd like I'd like a couple of those lights in here, but then I'd have to have. An Alexa in your office. An Alexa well, you could probably plugged in. you could probably control them with the app. That's true, but it's not as satisfying as like using your voice. I suppose right. just saying it out yeah. loud. Um, okay, a couple other things that that he has yet to receive, but he will be receiving for Hanukkah. I got him this little uh, like chemistry set. It's not a chemistry set. It's like. He got a he got a kiwi crate once that was very similar. It was like you kind of combine powders to make different colors and etc. It's a it's a kids it's a kids chemistry set. So got him that, which I think he'll be into. I got him. We got him a like. (laughs) So he likes stringing beads, and I was like, "I'll get him some beads." And so looked on Amazon and. Found some beads, like wooden beads, and it came in a canister and some string. And then they arrived yesterday. And I was like, oh, these are much bigger than I thought they were going to be. And then Matt was like, let me see. And I showed them. And he's like, those are much bigger. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of like the same size of those. Uh, have you ever played with those wooden toys uh, at dentist's office uh, that are on metal rails? Yeah, bead maze. Where you push the string of them. Yeah. They're that size. Yeah, they're very big. The um, and then I got him one of the uh, Elephant and Piggy books, Mo mm-hmm. Willems. Um, I was talking with his preschool director and saying how like seems like he like really wants to read and he's like really into letters and sounding things out, but he can't, he like he hasn't put it together yet, and I don't really want to do like flashcards or that kind of thing because just mm-hmm. you know whatever um and she was like oh get the elephant and piggy books like those are great they're kind of like 
first reader sort of thing. So got him that. We'll see how that goes. And he also got him a Daisy Duck bath bomb because when he when we went to his cousin's house in March, he took a bath with one of his cousins and they used a bath bomb. And he was like, this is the coolest. <laughs> and he loves Daisy Duck. So I was like, okay. That's a- we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Is that, is that going to be enough for him now? Now that his expectations now that, have... Now that he's getting roads and smart <laughs> light bulbs and rainbow train sets, it's like... I know. Sky's the limit. Then suddenly you give him a bath bomb. It's like, what? Although, you know, I feel like some, it's sometimes it's kind of like... You know how they say like with dogs, they can't distinguish... Like when you give them a treat like or a reward... The size of the treat doesn't matter to them. Like you can give them like a crumb right. and it's the same as like sure. a big one. So I'm like, I feel like that could also be the case here. Like he sometimes is just like super into the most random things. Well, he's so weird about that little stuffed frog. We went to a thing and they handed out to the little kids. Like they're all his age. They handed out a prize, quote unquote, and it was a little stuffed frog. Very cute. And the first, Very small. The first thing he says, the first thing he says to us is... I didn't want this. <laughs> and then today, he's like, I'm going to throw this out. Should it go in the trash or the recycling? <laughs> We're like, what? Because he said he had, he had enough stuffed animals. And yet, yes, even, one of his requests was for Christmas was a stuffed tiger. We might have to revisit that list. Yeah. But like, okay, for example, he was very excited about the Amazon light bulb, which, how much do those things cost? $5? Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's- I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to Google what it. What am I, Amazon light bulb king? Uh, Maybe they cost 70 They, okay, they cost twelve ninety nine. You know, for a Hanukkah gift. Or eleven ninety nine, depending on. Oh, I see. Depending on the wattage, I, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, um, excuse me. So, so we'll see. But another, you know, what I want to talk about is mm. how our babysitter came over last night because we actually left the house. We went out to a holiday party. We did, and our babysitter, not Holly, to be clear, but a different babysitter. Yes. <laughs> I talked to Andy today. We missed him by like five Oh, minutes. no. I was like, you're insane. How do you even show up at a party at 10, 20? That's very late. And I'm like, this is out of control. Um, and our, our babysitter, Katie, recently had a baby. And she mm-hmm. is a single mom. So she brings her baby with her when she, you know, when she's babysitting or, you know, doing her job. Very cute little baby. And Bo immediately went into Bo baby mode. Full Bo protection. It was was, crazy. It was wild to see, like, because you you forget. I mean, we we remember that Bo was, like, protective of the baby, but the intensity... With which he was, it, it, it was wild. Like nervous sniffing, uh, sitting right in front of, like if you were holding the baby, he would sit right in front of you and like stare at you. Like 
You tail not, wagon. You better not drop that fucking baby. <laughs> yeah. And then like when 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 um when Katie put Knox in his little carrier, Bo like got up in there. And really was like sniffing. Just sniffing. And was and would like look at you with the saddest eyes. Mm-hmm. Like you had to reassure him, be like, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay that this baby is in that thing now. <laughs> and I said to Henry, I was like, this is what Bo was like. And then if when when Knox cried, Bo mm-hmm. was like, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So because of his uh aggressive desire to help. Uh, we decided to give um, Bo his trazodone and sort of separate the baby and him for a little while. Yeah. Like so, I was. And then we, so I got ready and kept Bo in my office and bedroom, um, kind of like letting the trazodone kick in, and then we let him out. He was still a little sniffy, but a little calmer. And then we left. And then when we got home. Katie and the baby were just like the baby was sleeping with her on the couch and Bo was on the couch also sleeping. And she was like, yeah, as soon as you left, he was like super chill. Yeah. All three of them <laughs> sleep on the couch. Well, she wasn't asleep on the couch, but right. Um, all th- three of them cozy. on yes. the couch. But it was just funny because I hadn't seen him like that in so long. Made you really, you know, sort of wistful, you know, made you think about it. Wow. Remember the olden times? Yeah. And there was a baby and Bo was just really jealous. Bo was really jealous, but also like really. He was very protective. Protective and weird. (laughs) (sighs) Um, But, you know, I would say, you know. Five out of five, I would have Bo around a baby again. Yeah. Especially drugged. Yes, but also I would have him around not drugged initially, just because it's really fascinating and funny to see. Yeah. <laughs> Am I being too selfish? Um, No. And then you held the baby, which was very cute. I did. And then like my back started killing really? me. Really? but I didn't want to immediately give the baby back. Aww. Well, in, earlier in the day, I had worn some new balance that I never wear. Oh. And sort of was reminded why I don't wear them. They don't like that, that f- model of new balance and my back don't get along. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. But then she had handed me the baby and I was like, I'm in so much pain right now. But I couldn't, like, I didn't want to hand the baby back immediately because that would have felt rude. Mm. And I didn't have a problem with the baby. I just had a problem standing. But then I finally see. you got up. And then I sat in your seat. Mm, yes. And then it was all okay after that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, Look, I, sometimes I'll just suffer quietly. Because <laughs> you're martyr, a martyr. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. I really, I really suffer for everybody. Yeah. Mm. Everybody out there. We <sighs> suffer for you. You're exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
Yeah, otherwise, everything's going okay around here. I've been writing. He has uh, been writing. I've been... Yeah, I like to... I stuck my laptop back into the rotation in the house so, like, I can write in the house. Which... Uh, I do that occasionally. I'll go, hmm, I have a thing I want to put down here. And then I do. Well, sometimes it's like good for your brain to like switch locations. It's so much easier for me to write at that table. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'd prefer to do it when no one was around. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I don't know why, but like that, that, that. That sort of that posture, that table, that height, I guess, mm-hmm. that everything about the dining room table like it more is more conducive to writing. Although the posture is worse, I would say. Because at least with this, I can put the, ta- the, the desk at any height I want. Right. I don't know. Something about it. Also, I don't have anything around me to distract exactly. me. Exactly. I feel like that's more of the issue. Yeah. Oh, you should give everyone an update on the PlayStation thing. Oh. <laughs> um. So, I mean, it was even before we posted the episode. Uh, I had read a comment. So there started to be a couple articles written about the mass exodus of PlayStation accounts <laughs> that was happening. And it was some sort of, everyone was like, some sort of clerical thing. And then I read the comments and like some people had just like, we're like, ah, mine's fine now. And I was like, really? So I booted my PlayStation up, and lo and behold, it was fine. It just, everything was just back. No no mention of a ban, no warning. Wild. So, listen, everybody. I told you I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's what you have to say, because people are like immediately like, mm, Really? Come on. Right. You did something. Right. And I'm like, no, I swear to God, I didn't. Uh, all right. Wow. What else is happening? Is that I it for right now? I think that's it. All right. Well, do your spiel. Tell them how to write in. Okay. You can email us at dorianmatt at gmail or mattanddory at gmail. Uh, you can call or text us at 413-461-BABY. Great British Bake Off has ended, but the Patreon has not. So you can still support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash excellentadventure. We do two bonus episodes per month. And uh, yeah, now you can, you know, you can catch up on Bake Off and listen to the recaps that we recorded. They're all there. Our whole back catalog is there. It's pretty cool. And you also get your name read on the podcast each month at the $5 level or above. So We are going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back. Okie dokie. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? 
maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back and we're ready to believe you. <laughs> That's what the Ghostbusters say. Um. Okay. This first email is from Hillary. Hi, Matt and Dory. I'm a few months behind on the pod and just now hearing the stories about telling our science babies that they slash their siblings were slash are frozen. Just a few weeks ago, my three and a half year old was playing in the basement and found a toy she hadn't seen for a while and asked my wife if Florence, our 22 month old, was in our family when she got that toy. My wife said no. Florence wasn't even in mommy's tummy yet when she got that toy. As three-year-olds do, she asked where Florence was before being in mommy's tummy, and my wife said that she was in the freezer at the doctor's office. <laughs> After a few minutes of silence, she asked, why was Florence food? <laughs> <laughs> oh, to have heard the inner dialogue in her three-year-old mind. I vividly remember binging all of Excellent Adventure and Forever 35 while painting my baseboards in a nesting frenzy. Obviously, the first thing newborns notice when brought home for the first time, right? In April yes, 2020, totally. 
while the world shut down and I waited for my wife to go into labor with that curious three and a half year old. Thanks for being constant companions over the past few years as we went through five years of fertility treatments and are now weeks away from an embryo transfer for our third baby. Hillary wow. from Ottawa, Ontario in about 1500 square feet, two science babies, one wife, one five-year-old border collie. And I don't want to think about all the half eaten toddler hot dogs. I finish. <laughs> uh, that's good. I like that. It's a good reaction. I like to also know what's happening amongst the listeners and the children who find out this information. That's so funny. She's just picturing her little sister like next to some frozen peas. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. Henry's brain will melt. It probably will. Or he won't care. Yeah. It's one of those two. Or he'll be obsessed with it and like not stop talking about it for... That's true. That You know, it's probably that one. It's probably that one. Yeah. Yeah. He likes to, he likes to, just when you think you've answered the last question about something, he'll bring it mm -hmm. up two days later. Hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Our next uh, message is a voicemail, Matt. Mm, oh yeah well that's, that's that's cool i like voicemails there's just one it's in it's in the dropbox waiting for you you should just Dory, how 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 tell people how to leave voicemails oh well you can you can leave us a voicemail at 413-461-BABY or you can record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us at matt and dory at gmail.com or dory and matt at gmail.com and that's a nice way to get around the three minute limit too it is you know? it is so i have the voicemail is not loading into the into the sound set that i'm trying to load it into well maybe it did i don't know hmm Is there a, a different way you'd like no. me to? Uh, okay. Is that well? It says this is 122 kilobytes, which seems. I mean, regardless of compression rate, that seems wildly small to me. Let me just take a look here at this Dropbox situation. Wait, where's Dropbox? Why is it not syncing? Oh, it's over here. Huh. This is exactly what people wanted to hear. Mm -hmm. So, everyone, look, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to reopen this. And I'm going to drag and drop. And we'll see what happens. Hmm. It's good. Here we go. Ready. Voicemail. Hey, Dory. I'm not ready. That's playing through the speakers, not my headphones. Good God. Here we go. Ready? One more time. Hey, Dory. You don't have to play this. I just want to let you know that I really value when you talk about the hard parts of Henry. Um, for example, I don't have 
um, I haven't experienced fertility issues, but I come to the pod via Forever 35 because our um, my daughter and your son were born a couple months apart, and so it's been really helpful um, to listen to your journey and challenges. And it just really makes me feel seen. So, like, the good, the bad, the ugly, thank you for sharing that because <clears throat> I think a lot of parents don't. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the tantrum he had in the, the bowling alley. <laughs> I think a lot of parents don't share that. And so when it happens to yours, you just really feel like there's literally something wrong with them, like psychologically wrong with them. And so I just thank you for helping me feel seen and helping me feel like my daughter is just like everyone else. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah, your daughter's just four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'd be weird if a kid didn't, I think, have a have a meltdown occasionally. Mm-hmm. I mean, his was like a real, like, he kind of just saw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like if he had a screen, it would be flashing warning. Oh, totally. It was like a blue screen of death. He crashed. <laughs> Just stopped working like a normal child for mm-hmm. a second. Yeah, for like, I mean, honestly, it was like it was fifteen minutes of of that. Right? It was a fifteen minute meltdown, like a full on, full on, starting from in the bowling alley to the car, and continuing only, in the car, and only got you know once he got in that once he finally got in the seat, he was okay. But woof. I you know I, I think of the people in the parking lot that passed us. <laughs> like oh my god, what's going on with them? They're terrible parents. Uh, I, you know I feel like they probably if they probably didn't even notice. I mean, or they did. In fact, maybe they they talked about it on their podcast. Have a listen. Yeah, maybe they did. <sighs> well, thank you for sharing that. I know you said we didn't need to play it, but I wanted to play it because, you know. I needed that affirmation. All right. Uh, Jenna. We, we also needed one more person to be like, my kid has meltdowns too. Yes, exactly. Uh, Jenna Marie writes in to say, hi, Matt and Dory. Did Matt's sleep issues improve after he stopped drinking caffeine too late in the night? I wondered if you'd ever thought of doing a th- sleep study. My husband has sleep apnea and the CPAP machine has helped so much. He no longer snores. We can sleep in the same bed. And overall, he is well-rested. I also highly recommend the Purple Mattress once you get a job and can afford a new bed. We have the Split King, and it is a dream. All the best, Jenna Marie from North Carolina. Hmm, Matt, what do you have Jenna to say Marie, about thank that? thank you. A couple things. I, you know, I, a sleep study, yes, I need a sleep study. I've needed one for a while. And I sort of have this, like, Real refusal to go anywhere and ask anyone for any help. That includes uh, medical professionals. So thank you. And secondly, uh, it has helped. It has helped to cut the caffeine out, I think, in the sense that, like, I will. The f- like falling asleep is much easier. Good. Like falling asleep is much easier, but like. I still will get up two or three times a night. But also, I will say, those two or three times a night that I get up, I go right back to sleep. Oh, okay. I mean, honestly, that seems like a major difference to me. 
That is, a, you know, it's, I haven't been wearing my watch lately. I've been, I've been wearing a regular watch, you know, like one of these watches that tells time. Uh, heard um, of them, the, yes. That, that only tells time. Uh-huh. <laughs> wearing one of those watches instead of my Garmin. Uh, so I haven't tracked my sleep in a little bit, but I'll get back to you guys. I'll charge this thing up and try to use it best I can. Um, What's it at right now? What's it at for uh, battery right now? I've had it off for four days. That's 55%. It's crazy. These things last forever. How do you feel? Are you like coming around to the idea of doing a sleep study? Or are you still I am just like, I wish I could meet a back alley doctor who would just write me a CPAP subscription prescription not a subscription although i'm sure there are subscriptions now for cpaps uh that's that's my true dream Hmm. are you a back alley medical professional write in let me know (laughs) um i mean i hope that you will eventually do a sleep study i think it would be clarifying hmm and it's one night of your life, you know what I mean? Yes, I know. I've done. I've had. I've done it before. As have I. Which now would make it two nights of my yes. life. Yes. <laughs> All right. What's next? Um, next is another break. Okay, then let's take that break. Okay, and we'll be back after these words from our sponsors remember if you want to check these sponsors out through the link in the description below it's pretty helpful take a look all right we'll be right back hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Okay. Home stretch, Dodo. We're in it. Okay, Christine writes, hello all, your conversation about Sony and losing access to digital games has me freaking out. I just bought a Switch for the first time. It will be a family gift for Christmas and I got a couple games during Black Friday sales. I found myself searching for games that actually had a card for the game versus a digital code because my last game system was an N64 and that's what I'm used to. I guess I'm just Mm -hmm. wondering if you have any input on a switch and physical games versus digital codes. Christina, Wisconsin, who can't wait to play Mario Kart again. (laughs) Yeah, I do for sure. Uh, I, uh, the few games I have for switch are physical games. The little, little SD cards. Uh, and I, you know, I prefer, I prefer physical copy for a number of reasons. Not, (laughs) Look for only the only, actually the only reason I prefer digital a physical copy is exactly what I just said, like the the scenario where you can't access your PlayStation 
account anymore or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because it's so much easier to have everything on a hard drive right in front of you where you can just go mm-hmm. click, click, I want to play that. And then boom, you're good to go. Instead of like going to the shelf, grabbing the disc, hoping that you put the disc back correctly and the right thingamajiggy. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, the only time you really own anything is when you physically own it. You know what I mean? That's why I do NFTs know what you are mean. joke, man. That's why NFTs are a joke. <laughs> yeah, you own it, but I can copy and paste it wherever I want. <laughs> anyway. Mm. That said, we are launching an NFT of this podcast. We should do that. Should we do that? Did we miss the boat? We missed the boat. I think we missed the boat on that by about two years. Maybe uh-huh. three. Understood. Right. Okay. So, Fine. yeah. Pass. Pass. Um. All right. And we got a tech. We got a couple of texts also about uh, the the whole PlayStation debacle. This is from MJ. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Matt asking, "Are you there, Sony?" Immediately had me thinking, "Are you there, God? It's me, Matthew. Fix my PlayStation." <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of my first ever OG Sims house, spending weeks becoming emotionally attached and refusing to use cheat codes. Then the Dell crashed for the hundredth time and I refused to believe my Sims information was truly gone. My first virtual trauma. Anyway, okay, but I did want to text and ask where the pod was, but coming from someone who has had a pile of Amazon returns in the car for over a month, who am I to question? Um, <laughs> and then they wrote back and said, ah, after all that, I forgot why I originally texted. Matt, even though you've had all the jobs you wanted, how about the true crime realm? Stephen Ray Morris recently <laughs> left my favorite murder. Perhaps some connections you could move in as producer. I could see it. Which also could be because I constantly picture Matt, Stephen, and Chase from Good Mythical Morning as looking nearly identical. All that said, appreciate the re- realism of the pod so dearly lately. This is always a rough time of year for many reasons, and it is strangely refreshing to hear discussions other than gross consumerism, extravagant holidays, or, quote, Instagram happiness. Many hugs from Illinois. Keep moving forward. Heart emoji, MJ. Karen, if you're out there, (laughs) hit me up. Matt does have some connections to my favorite murder. Georgia, you too. You want to hit me up? Go ahead. (sighs) Oh, well. C'est la vie. Do we have any listeners in Montreal? I don't know if we do. I feel like we have a lot of Ontario listeners. I don't know that we have that many Quebec. Maybe because this podcast is not in French. But I wanted to say, wow, they got slammed with snow. Last week, they got a foot of snow overnight. Really? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't Crazy. know that. Wow. It looked awesome. Should we take Henry? He really wants to see snow. Unless I unless I misunderstood what I was watching, and it was from the previous year on December fourth, they got a big snowstorm. But I think it was this past, like, last week. Hmm. It looked so idyllic. It was ridiculous. Wow. Um, okay. Sarah wrote to say, just had to make sure you guys saw the New York Magazine article that George Santos is making tons of bucks on Cameo. Maybe you should go to Congress first and then become scandalous and then you make lots of money. 
I mean, hmm. just go look up any fucking person who's ever run for Congress. Just look up their net worth before they ran for Congress, and then look it up like a year into being in office. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yes, George Santos is on Cameo. Um, we got a couple emails about this, and then when I was like just scrolling through TikTok a few days ago, Cameo had posted a TikTok from George Santos that was like, I'm on Cameo now. I mean, he's really leaning into like this like campy persona. Into what? Okay. I'm like kind of here for it, but I'm also kind of like, you suck. (laughs) Yeah. You suck and you like swindle people and But also like I don't know. Did he do did he deliberately do this and run for as a Republican because he knew this was gonna happen? Do you know what I mean? I think I think he is someone who is like a true pathological liar. Like he's the, he's sure. one of those people who like will lie about what he ate for breakfast because he like cannot tell the truth. You know what I mean? Mm. Sure. Um, I guess that people are like that. Yeah. There are. I feel like there are some people like that that just like everything they say is a lie and they believe mm. their own lies because that's like they just like cannot exist any other way right it's it's kind of wacky but i think i have i have diagnosed him as that because i have no qualifications to do so so therefore i'm okay anyway um live writes in to say i'm a long-time listener but this is my first time writing into your or any podcast hearing about Mm. excuse me hearing about henry's homemade hanukkah advent calendar intrigued me And I feel like I finally have a reason to write into the show. Can you please tell us more about it? I'm from Norway, a country obsessed with advent calendars. Just in my family, my daughter has a Paw Patrol advent calendar. My husband has a beer calendar. I have a licorice calendar. We have a scratch ticket advent calendar. At work, we have a calendar where everyone brings a small gift and a name is drawn every workday before Christmas Eve where the lucky person can choose one of the gifts. At my daughter's daycare, they have a calendar where every child brings a wrapped book from home and they draw a name every day and read their book at story time. My daughter also has an advent calendar book with 24 chapters and we read one chapter every evening at bedtime. She also watches two kids advent calendars on TV. And my husband and I also watch two advent calendars for adults on TV in the evening. In addition to this, I listen to an advent calendar podcast. This is wild. (laughs) If I had more time, I would watch even more advent calendars. The major TV networks here all broadcast an advent calendar every year and also have previous year's advent calendars available for streaming. The TV advent calendars for adults are funny and consist of 24 15-minute episodes while the TV advent calendars for kids have more of an adventure theme. The first TV advent calendar for kids in Norway aired in 1979 and it's not uncommon for adults to rewatch advent calendars from their childhood with their own children to get in the right Christmas spirit. Maybe Matt could write and produce a TV advent calendar for the American audience. Fun fact. In Norway, we celebrate Christmas on Christmas Eve instead of Christmas Day. And that's why our advent calendars only last for 24 days instead of 25. I'm a big fan of the podcast. And your podcast is the only podcast I listen to except the advent calendar podcast in December. (laughs) Wow. I live in a 1,400 square foot townhouse in Norway with my husband and my three-year-old and two-month-old non-science daughters and two 65-inch TVs. Live. <laughs> that are pumping out at this clock content. Email. 
it's blowing my mind. I mean, I was aware of the prevalence of advent calendars in some of our Anglican uh, countries or our English-speaking brethren across the pond. Uh, you know, in the UK and Ireland, they're advent calendar people. Mm. In the sense of like, it's a big thing out there. You got a you know a Doctor Who theme, and every day mm-hmm. it's like a little a little something. Mm-hmm. I think I have a. I actually have a. I have an advent calendar from last year in my car, in the trunk. It was a Guardians of the Galaxy Lego advent calendar. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I never touched it. <laughs> um, and Henry's advent calendar for for um, Hanukkah is more. It's it's just essentially just a countdown. It's calendar. a countdown. Yeah. Uh. But ironically, Katie, who babysat last night, brought him a Hanukkah advent calendar in the sense of an eight-treat calendar, one for each day of Hanukkah. Yeah. So, but yeah, but Henry's is, I don't really understand how it works. I just know that he does have to cover up a number every day. Yeah. That will reduce the number of days in Hanukkah, but it, you look at it, it doesn't quite make sense to you, but it makes total sense to him. As with most things with Henry. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's the, um, uh, this is so interesting. It makes me think that maybe next year we should do an advent calendar podcast. <laughs> sure. 24 days of fun. Here we go. I mean, yeah, why not? 25 for everywhere else, yes, except, for, except Norway, for Norway, which for some reason celebrates Christmas on Christmas Eve. <laughs> what do you guys do on Christmas it's like then? The, it's like, like a boxing it's day? It's like Jewish style. Like the holiday starts the night before. Um, yeah. All right. Well, you know, Matt, this brings us to the end of the show. It does. This is, yeah. the, this is the part of the show where we thank our Patreon supporters. You can support us at patreon.com slash excellentadventure. You get your name right at the $5 level or above. If you support us at the $25 level, this was by popular request. You get a fun fact in the OG Patreon style of Matt Myra. He will make up a new fun fact for you every month. Some of his fun facts are eerily accurate. It's, it's you know, yeah. Uh, it's, it's from the before times. So longtime listeners, you let me know. Uh, so do you want to start with the with the fun fact people? Sure. First up, we got Lynn Weisinger. Uh, here's the deal. You know, I remember we talked about her not liking uh, peppermint latte season as much as pumpkin. Mm. Well, her outlook has changed because she has discovered the gingerbread latte. <gasps> So now it's not even peppermint season for Lynn. It is gingerbread season, and she is all in. Wow. Way to go, Lynn. Uh, Amanda Fujita uh, has been living with unspeakable guilt uh, when she discovered her copy of Super Fudge is from her childhood library, and it was due back in April of 1994. Oh, no. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's held on to it for quite a while. Uh, Mama Joe has discovered a love of pudding and harnessed this into a bustling home pudding business. I would recommend her apple cinnamon pudding. Mm. That sort of comes from my real life where a Magnolia Bakery 
has a seasonal apple cinnamon pudding that I think is the greatest thing on the planet Earth. And uh, that it's apparently that season is over, ended like last week. Mm. And I go on DoorDash every day checking to see if they have the pudding back, and they don't. <laughs> Uh, Jennifer H.S. Uh, stirred by old feelings of her beloved high school Toyota, Jennifer has informed her family that they will not be having Christmas this year as she will be purchasing a mint condition 1990s Corolla. Oh, wow. The Kembles, uh, with Christmas around the corner, the Kembles have agreed as a family to have two Christmas trees. This is a fancy family. They have one in the living room and one in the basement, both fully decorated. Ooh. Have you ever met anybody with two Christmas trees? No. Have you? I've seen it done. I've seen it done. Wow. Okay. Uh, Angie James's favorite sandwich is the number seven from Jimmy John's. Fact. That's mm. the turkey, in case you're wondering. Carolyn Land is an avid lover of garbage disposal, and she hasn't met a leftover. She won't put down one, regardless <laughs> of manufacturer recommendations. And Lauren Gleason, the Donkey of Prey, her favorite classes in school were all art. And this year, she's rediscovered this passion and ordered a set of pastels from Amazon. She's going to have a great, artful winter. Wow. Now, thank you to the regular folk. And by regular, we mean the special folk. The regular folk are just listening on your coattails. what I do with our email? I lost it. Dory, start thanking people. Thank you to Abba N. Thank you to Alec, Meredith Fletcher, and Florence Babel. Thank you to Alex Liu. Thank you to Amanda Powell. Thank you to Amy, Andrew McClure, and Fluker. One, yes, two. Yes, and now I'm back. Oh, okay. Three, four, five, six, seven anonymous people. April Hallwerda. Ashley A. Ashley Cicel Lee. Ashley C. Barrett. Becca Foster. Becca Kwan. Brian McGurk. Bruno Macias. Carolyn C. Carolyn N. Uh, Casey R. Catriona Gibb. Chinami Worth. Corinne Morgan. Cynthia Meisner. Denise Adair. Diana. Diana Robinson. Donna Gomez. Dr. Beverly Crusher. Edwina Morgan Bodo. Elena Paling. Alan Ellen F. And Ellis Billum. Thank you all very, very much. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.